Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back on WTF. We talk facts. We're bringing in our guest today. Bellevue West extraordinaire. Wide receiver. See, I always say this. What it feel like, K.com, to follow Uncle Stricky. You know what I'm saying? Who set the bar right for y'all to make sure y'all did y'all doggone thing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't even know. Stricky used to get busy out there on Bellevue West. We didn't play on Bellevue West, Bill. But I just want you to know what it feel like following Uncle Strick doing his, biz, doing his thing over there at Bellevue West. Well, he, he actually played wide receiver, so <laughs> it was a little easier watching his film than Dad just scrambling all over two, the two-minute plays. Like, we're watching the Benson film. I'm like, is this real football? Like, <laughs> it was he, like he running back 30 yards before he even throws the ball. I'm like, Oh, yeah. Classic, classic. Let the hate begin. But, you know, I, 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 I persevered and, and I made it through. No, but anyway, um, we thank you, yes, Kay, yes. for making time. You know, we know that you are a, a busy young man now. And, you know, it took some time out to, to come and hang out with us. As, as you listened to us in that first segment, we talked about how you you know you you not only are you speaking to some of the young kids in Nebraska today who might feel like they're overlooked and and might feel like uh they're not garnering garnering the attention that they feel like they deserve i want you to just kind of speak on that a little bit your come up from little league up to high school what how did you feel what what was the pressure like for you in your head well it was a lot of emotions growing up cuz CJ was such a great athlete. He got the name and everything, and he he was the golden child. So I always, I always, <laughs> I was always just always chasing CJ. So he was always bigger. My dad would threaten him all the time in little league, like if you don't run hard, I'm gonna put Kate in. <laughs> Instantly, three, four touchdowns later, CJ's running up and down the field. So, but I was just man, it was I I. I didn't grow like ever. I was like a buck 50 my senior year. Like, yeah, we tried to do everything. My dad would put these amino acid pills in our <laughs> shakes and it just, it just Try to stretch out. It wouldn't work. But I just knew just from my competitive edge that I had growing up that, you know, I was special and I could believe in myself. And basically I carry, I've carried that with me my whole life and yeah. just my upbringing. And I tell people this all the time. It's not just because my dad's sitting here, but my parents, like, they installed that in everything we did. I always tell people, like, my dad, like, whether it was school, sports, whatever, like, if we were out there just half half assing it, like, he was taking us out or yeah. we were going to get, we were going to get, you know, told. So it was just like, it was always like that for me. And uh, my identity first was at, I thought I was a hooper. Like, I thought I that's was what I was going to ask you. I next. thought I was a basketball player because yeah. I, because, yeah, that. my dad, uh, when we, I think it was after seventh grade. Like I again, I wasn't growing at all. But you could hoop, though, okay? Yeah, I mean, you could I, go yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. And so my dad was like, "You know what? Let's let's just take a break from football because they were moving up to uh, a bigger. It was a bigger team, and they already had their players. So I, so I was done. I was done playing football, and I was just focusing on basketball. And that was like my first love. Going into Bell West, I actually didn't play football at all. Yeah. So. And then it and then it took my dad convincing me. He's like, you know what? This MG camp is coming up my sophomore year. Why don't you go out there? And at first I was in the running backs group. Wow. And it was like, 
Calvin Strong and right like Trey Sanders, these like elite running backs in high school. And I'm just like, there's no way. Like, there's just no way. And yeah. it was, it was, it was like a at first it was a tough obstacle, but thank God for Michael Huffman. So let me let me add on before I turn it over to you, Strick, so you can get in, get in okay. Cause the thing about Strick, he's been here before the boys were born. <laughs> so he he's been able to see KCJ uh Keegan all grow up and and become the men who they are today. But uh what I would add to to what Kay was saying was um you know he was kind of always the kid that that you know listen I can do this too you know I can do this too I'm just as good and as as a parent you always have to you know, you don't want to play favoritism, right? Cause everybody has a, their own path. Mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. has their own growth spurts or whatever, but let's go back to that growth spurt thing. A lot of kids, I don't know if anybody could do this today, but Kay did not play football his eighth or ninth grade year. And, That's a lot, and a lot of people don't understand what I was looking at for Kay was he was, I don't know. He was like 99 pounds going into high school. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, you know, he's probably about 120 his freshman year. And I'm just like, you know, maybe he needs to take some of that time to rest his body, eat, and see if he's going to catch a growth spurt. And um, and he ended up doing that his sophomore year. He, I felt like he got big enough where, okay, you know what? This kid got skills. He has skills. I don't think it's ever left him. All right, Kay, let's do it. Kay was like, uh-uh. I don't want to play football, Dad. Really? I want to play college basketball. I, re- right? I remember coming home <laughs> my first day at yeah. MG camp, and I was like, Dad, I'm not I'm not playing football. And play he was football. like – Was there devastation from Pops, or was it what – was what was the look like, or what was the conversation like? No, when, because when he, he, he just told me that he – like, in anything that we did, like, it was – It was your not, choice. Yeah, and we're not going to – we're not mm-hmm. just going to rule it out. Like, he was like – let the season come around. If you don't like it when it starts, then you can stop. But you're not going to, like, just go out there for a day because, right. like, everybody has good days and bad days. Right. And it was like – So, so- I'm, I made a deal with Kate. I said, Kate, play play a year, right? Mm-hmm. I said, play your sophomore year. If the, at the end of the year, if you absolutely hate it, then you, you, you can say you try, you put everything into it, and we can be done with it. You can – play football so I mean, tell us basketball. about tell us about that process yeah. because when, when when that moment hits where your heart's not in it mm-hmm. your mind's not in it yeah you're playing what was the trigger point that says you know what this might be for me like because yeah. it has Ooh. to be that moment what's what, what, what how did that go down? i clicked. remember that moment I, you tell that moment <laughs> uh so it was like the first day uh parents could come to uh practice it was the gatorade it was the gatorade um scrimmage, soap scrimmage. Yeah. yeah okay yeah so dad came early because Cade was just i was i was just on freshman in reserve because i was a sophomore i wasn't even on jv <laughs> so it was us reserves going against fresh uh going against the freshmen and i wasn't even suiting up for the gatorade scrimmage the actual juniors and seniors sophomores that are better and i just remember i scored four touchdowns against the freshman because coach huffman moved me to slot and Mm. i was running reverses and i was running crossers (laughs) next thing i know the scrimmage is getting over and huffman's like 
you're suiting up for Come the white team wow. on the Gatorade scrimmage. And yeah. I just remember, uh, like, thankfully for me, there was a couple of receivers on varsity that started in the slot that they had bricks for hands. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> wow. You, so you shine. You, he skipped something. Kane's oh. <laughs> first two games in sophomore year, he moved up to JV. Yes. In which I have my future quarterback, Jaden Kowalski. Yeah. Shout out to Jaden. They're, they're all on JV. All time. The first game they played Bellevue East. So mm-hmm. Bellevue East, Bellevue West. <laughs> At Bellevue East. This was, yep. the, this, this was the night. Time. This was the night after the varsity, varsity game. game. The, gar- the varsity game was Friday. The JV game is Saturday morning. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the night before CJ had like yeah. three, four touchdown performance. K goes out on JV. I, I, I kid you not. <laughs> he had uh, he had like 300 yards for CJ. Oh, good gosh. And like six touchdowns, yeah. right? And the whole varsity was up there because Coach yeah, Huffman, come and watch. Coach Huffman encouraged the varsity, mm-hmm. and everybody was just had their mouths open up there because he was just unstoppable, Work, unstoppable. Right? working them over. He did that two weeks in a row. Okay, he did that two weeks in a row, and then Coach Huffman was like, "I can't fight him. You, you, you're on. You, come on, I can't fight you. Yeah, I mean, there, there comes a point where, where you're worth that thick, your preparation." Your desire, your passion mm-hmm. yeah. begins to shine through. And yeah. it's and something about a coach. It's something about uh, uh, either somebody you're competing against that says, oh, my gosh, yo, yo, we can't fight him. He he got to come on. Yeah, and it was just a blessing for me because CJ and Malik were up there, and we ran the Oregon Alucha offense. Wesky. Yeah, Wesky. Yep. We, were, we ran the Oregon offense, so there was always four receivers on the field, yep. and it was just like he plugged me in right away. My first JV game, I had like, two critical catches in the fourth quarter yeah. against my my uh best friend Josh Manchigaya. <laughs> he, he still hears about that quite a bit and uh yeah, yeah the rest is like history and yeah. we ended up beating Omaha North that year and yeah. I had like a one-handed touchdown catch yeah. and I was like my love just sprung sprung right there at right that there moment. and I was like okay all like the little league growing up like I remember like why I love this game and I was like this this is like Great sport. Go ahead, Go ahead. No, I was going to transition into college, but if you so got I, something, so, else, so go I ahead. was going to say, all right, Kate. So sophomore year, junior year, you know, you have a great junior year, and then your senior year, you just, you know, have a tremendous junior year. So let's talk about let's talk about a tough time. Yeah. Right. So going into your senior year, mm-hmm. you're getting a little bit of hype. Yeah. The state of Nebraska is now recognizing you as one of the better receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a couple of offers. Yeah, you're, 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 but going into your senior. Yeah, March. Yeah, March. Like and you de- and you decide, and and your dad decide. You know what? He is about to tear this thing apart. Yeah. We're just gonna wait. We're not gonna commit mm-hmm. to anywhere. We're just gonna wait. Yeah. Play the senior season out. And see bet what, on yourself see yeah. what happens yeah so mm-hmm. so so you take it from yeah there. What, what, what was your thought that summer was, when did you know you were good enough to play in college what when did you get that feeling well instantly like after my junior season when we started taking the visits i was like okay like people are starting to realize that i'm actually good and can mm-hmm. play and you're leaving that that summer was very tough because mm. me and my dad so my dad went on all these he did this last summer with cj <laughs> And they were just going everywhere and picking up every offer. Like he would go to Ohio, offer Wyoming, offer me and my dad. We walked into uh, Coach Bull, great coach, uh, Wyoming. They they showed nothing but love to CJ, and he had a great experience there. But 
we went up there right away and it was like the first meeting he brought me and my dad into the press conference and he's like it's coming and like those come. offers that we thought we were going to get they just it didn't, didn't come. come so mm -hmm. it was like like going into my senior year i'm like all right at this point I'm over here, like, I look back at my Facebook messages. I probably messaged, like, 100 coaches in my, <laughs> my huddle film. And it was, like, it was sorry teams that, like, Missouri, Missouri State, State, Indiana State. So <laughs> now we can get on to that in college. But I'm, like, every time I play them in college, 200. I'm trying to bust a 200. Right. Four touchdowns, like. That part. Every time. Every that, time. I, I had a similar, I had a similar yeah. moment where. I, I came to the uh, Omaha Racers, and mm -hmm. I also yeah. went to this other camp where the coach at Arkansas mm -hmm. now is named Eric Musselman. Yeah. And Eric Musselman told my agent I couldn't play. Yeah. Mm. Boy, when I was in the CBA. <laughs> I know what you're talking about because yeah. I was in the CBA. Yeah. I, I circled that yeah. game. And I talked to him. Yeah. Dirt that game. Oh, yeah. I, I gave him like 30. But so look, I know what you're talking back about. back at it, like me and my dad, we went. I remember we went to UNI and uh, un my Uncle Keith, like they're standing on the table yeah. like, just offer him and i'm like okay so every time i play you like it's on site like that's it site. and it was just like that was added motivation to me but like south dakota state it was like that was my destiny like for me to go there it was just like the perfect situation i was able to play with dudes that have futures like in the nfl like their their household names where it's like i went in there and i was like all right like they believe in me i know i'm a walk-on but at the end of the day like I, I got myself here and I know that if I'm just myself and I can play to my abilities, it'll all work out. You, you're leaving out a critical piece because this, this is a recruiting piece that I think every person should hear, right? So Kay gets offers. He gets an offer from South Dakota and South Dakota State. But what they don't tell you is there was – they're offering five people for two spots, right? Mm. They're not telling you, hey, first come, first serve, yeah. right? So what happened to Cade since he didn't get more offers after senior year? Well, when he goes to commit, that's what they call it, non-committed committal offers. Mm -hmm. Well, both teams both said, hey, we're Cade, we're full. Mm. Now, South Dakota, the reason why Cade said South Dakota State was his destiny because at least that team said, Cade, listen, we want you. We really, really want you. We're going to cut a deal with you. You pay for your first few semesters, and then we got you. And they, they wrote a contract up, and he went on scholarship after his first couple of semesters, and he was on full scholarship. That's dope. They, they honored what they were saying, yeah. what they said. But when I knew Kay was in the right spot, it's because the coaches, I had a couple of coaches call me and say, this dude is, is hungry. <laughs> this mm. dude is making our first team look mm. bad. You know? mm. um, and so anyway, we're kind of jumping. We're kind of jumping ahead. So I want to ask you this, Kate. So now you're in college. Tell me about how, when did you know you could play in college? When yeah. did you know, how did you know, okay, I got to buckle down. Mm -hmm. I'm free. I'm not under my parents' yeah. tutelage anymore. I'm in college. I'm here to ball. Yeah. Okay. And get and get and get my education. I'm here to ball. Tell me about how you had to balance. I want to add to that. Same question. Yeah. But let's add on to it because I want the experience, right? The experience is also what's it like dealing with the first time? Like it's different going to high school and going into meetings. Now you got to go into meetings where the details and the in the and the grading mm -hmm. and You've got to go to school. Yeah. You're not at home. Nobody to tell you. Not. 
what's that like too for you in that experience where you're not on scholarship yeah. yet, but yet, yeah, you know, answer that question mm -hmm. plus give us the experience of what that. Yeah, felt like. so like you said, like when I first got there, it was like a big obviously because like everybody there is like an all stater, like everybody was the best players on their on their uh, high school team. Some overlooked too. Some overlooked. So that was like the unique thing about South Dakota State is like now the the guys that Nebraska's getting, like those guys were at South Dakota State. So it was like you had a room full of a bunch yeah, of Yeah, because those, those Huskers wasn't offered these players. <laughs> now they yeah. are. So you had a room full of a bunch <laughs> of those guys. So it was like when I first went there, I was like I really wanted to just be where my feet were and just enjoy the moment. But at the same time, I knew that there was so much more for me to get and I knew there's a lot of guys that they get scholarships they come in like oh I, I had these offers mm -hmm. and these offers and I'm just like mm -hmm. we're all at the same place whether you walked on here or you came here so that was like a big thing for me is like I never want to be that guy that's like living off of my high school accolades and what I did and like it's cool to brag on your school but it's like you you look like a chump when you're saying all this stuff and then you go on the practice mm -hmm. field and you're scared of the improve. upperclassmen and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So mm -hmm. for me, it was like I've always been the one to talk trash. So I never <laughs> I never lost that identity. Yeah. That redshirt year was huge for me because I was on scout team just killing them fools. And then they go out there and they're playing so good on Saturday. And I'm just like, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> and, it, and then it was just my redshirt year. I had a coach and he was like, you can like I see it. And I was like. I'm, coach, I'm going to go out there and do it. Like, I'm just going to do it. So then it was nice for me because I had guys there that, like, when I got in, it was like they had all the attention on them. So then it it kind of, like, gave me opportunities to free up. And so – Who are those two guys? Jake, uh, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Philadelphia Eagles. With the Jake, Philadelphia Jake Eagles. Jake Winicky, he was the uh, rookie of the year in the CFL. CFL. He's he's had a great career so far. and. And then I ended up breaking the uh, kickoff return record in my first year, and I, I brought back a couple kickoff returns, and it hadn't been done in however many years. And so from then on there, it just I was a preseason first team or second team all Missouri Valley, and then I ended up breaking the school record that next year, and yeah. I, I broke those guys' records. So it was just like from then on there, my confidence has just grown. And what are we looking? No, at? we got we. So we got to take a quick break on this specific time, and then we'll come back. We'll continue to hear his story, the escalation, the growth of his story. Yeah, I want. We're gonna see him transition from college. When did he know in college he can he can go to that next level? That's where we're going next. We'll be right back. Ninety-three-seven. The ticket. We are WTF.